UK. Uncut with Kirsty. Designed for young adults to share their stories of overcoming adversity and amplify their voice on pressing issues within society. Every Monday at 8pm with Kirsty. On your number one Christian radio in Scotland. Heart Song Live. Heart Song Live. Song Live Radio. Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Uncut with Kirsty. I hope you guys have had a brilliant start to the week and are in the festive spirit. So tonight we have a very special guest with us. We have Jules England who's going to be discussing fitness and nutrition with us. So Jules, do you want to say hi? Hi guys. Hope you're keeping well. Yep, it's so great to have you on the show with us this evening so before we get into the topic about fitness and nutrition we want to get to know Jules a bit um so actually I'm going to ask you an icebreaker question first what has been the highlight of your year so far the highlights of my year wow I've had so many highlights that's mm-hmm. difficult to answer really 
Um, but I think it's um, basically getting fully qualified in another career, um, mm-hmm. which I did recently. I, I sort of diversified a, fi- a bit and I changed from just being a strict engineer into a fully fledged instructor as well. So oh, wow. I was quite chuffed with that achievement. Yeah. And what made you want to change into that it, career? Well, Kirsty, it was all down to COVID really. And mm-hmm. I was sort of compelled to do it because there was less aircraft flying and everything. And um, and there's a lot of cutbacks in, in the aviation. Mm-hmm. And I was given the opportunity by my company to actually train as an instructor. Wow. And I thought, well, never turn down an opportunity. Yeah. You know, always grow, always mm-hmm. do something which is going to make yourself a better version of yourself mm-hmm. um, in effect. So I went for it. Awesome. <laughs> and what is the like, what do you enjoy most about your job and what you do? The great thing about mm-hmm. it is you can just be yourself. I had a fantastic person training me to be an instructor. Mm-hmm. And he always said, just use your personality. Um, just become, just project how you feel. Mm-hmm. Don't try and be somebody else. Because we all have mentors, don't we? Yeah, definitely. We all look up to people, but try not to impersonate those mentors. Yeah, you know? I love that. Be yourself is the yeah. way to go. And so being mm-hmm. myself in front of um, students was uh, that's good for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, great. So growing up, did you always grow up with like knowing how to eat healthy and having the right diet and nutrition? Like were your family always like saying you shouldn't eat this, you should always eat vegetables and fruits, no sweets, like... How was it like for you growing up in your household? Well, Kirsty, I think my mum was a huge influence, really, mm-hmm. in my life growing up. And although, bless her, she's not the best cook in the world, okay? <laughs> but <laughs> she did provide us with really good nutritious food. Yeah. So she was very, very aware that we always needed a good selection of mm-hmm. vegetables on the table, um, a good protein source in meat and everything. Mm-hmm. So not the tastiest, but a good array of things. Um, she did every Sunday when we had a roast dinner. Mm-hmm. She provided plenty of veg for that. And there was one particular vegetable I didn't enjoy. Um, she would basically take a whole cabbage. Mm-hmm. She would boil this cabbage in a pressure cooker. Cooker. I don't know if anybody's come across a pressure cooker before. Pressure cooker. Um, basically put a mm-hmm. lid on and it pressurizes it and it cooks quickly. Wow. <laughs> and then she'd take this whole cabbage... And she cut it into four pieces, mm-hmm. into four slices, and she put it on the plate for us, you know, with our roast potatoes and everything yep. else. And it was horrific, really. Oh. And honestly, I struggled to get through it because it would just ooze water yeah. into the gravy. Oh. And it just became a mess. So um, although it was good for me, mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it. And I had to sit at the table until, of course, I finished it, which could be yeah. like um, up to... Two hours sometimes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. If I couldn't get the dog to eat it. <laughs> yeah. So you, you dog to eat it. <laughs> so do you still do not eat any cabbage at all? I or do. Or you do In now? fact, okay. I do, but it's sort of, um, and it's no disrespect, but yeah. it's a tastier form of cabbage, you know? It's got oh, okay. a few spices in it and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, add a bit more flavour to it. <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. It's, that's a must. Yeah. And how about when you were growing up? Did you play any sports that helped out with you, like your fitness routine and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I was always pretty active. My mum said to me at a young age, right, I want you to do something right, purposeful. Mm-hmm. I want you to join the Scouts or the Cubs. But I was totally against that. It didn't appeal to me. So she was great. And she looked around for sports which would suit me. She knew somebody who was a member of the rowing club. Oh. And I come from the southwest, uh, Exeter, down in Devon. I don't know if you can detect it in my voice. A bit of a, a burst in my voice. There. <laughs> yes. Well, down there, it's very much who are, you know. Uh-huh. Okay. Going down to the rowing club. Wait, can we hear know. that again? Who are. Who are. So I okay. like to say it sounds like a pirate's voice. Yeah. But a uh, bit more farmerish than that, <laughs> maybe. So she introduced me to rowing. It was amazing, Kirsty. Mm-hmm. I loved every moment of it. First of all, I used to steer the boats in competitions when I was a small boy. And then as I got older, I was taught how to row. And I developed my skills and my strength and everything. And it put me in a position where it gave me a good springboard mm-hmm. into the sports at school. Right. Because I trained so hard and mm-hmm. so much. My fitness was increased at a really high level. I was, uh, I was eating well, my mum's mm-hmm. food. Don't forget those cabbages, you know, <laughs> kept me going. And, uh, and also I gained a lot of strength through that mm-hmm. sport and then competed in under 16 teams wow. um, around the sort of local area yeah. in regattas, Rome regattas. And we'd train in the off-season doing uh, 
it's like circuit training mm-hmm. inside because the weather was too cold to to go rowing. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, that was the beginning, really. And I think, and that inspired me to pursue physical pursuits and other yeah. sports at school. Really, that's really good to know. And also, it's kind of given you a lot of discipline as well at such a young age. You know, get involved in sports, get more into routine. Um, and, you know how to plan out your day so that's really really good definitely so in terms of nutrition we need to know you know what is nutrition why is it important um to be aware of nutrition in our lives well the thing mm-hmm. is nutrition has changed dramatically in modern day society now compared to how it was when i was a youngster even going back to those years and there's a lot more convenience meals these days mm-hmm. and convenience meals which i'll go into in a little moment are really the bane of our society. It's not very good nutrition. It's not very good calories. And to start at the very basics, Kirsty, mm-hmm. what we really need is, nutrition-wise, is good protein. So a protein source. Mm-hmm. We need, obviously, carbohydrates for energy. The protein is there for building and growing, like a developing body if you're young, and a mind as well. Mm-hmm. And also for growing muscle, maintaining ourselves so we need a good protein source Mm -hmm. to begin with secondly we need carbohydrates this is for energy so any pursuit that we want to do our sports um, we need carbohydrates to Mm -hmm. burn and then last of all and it's been demonized massively okay and even by the government is fats but healthy fats 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 are incredible for you Mm -hmm. now what are fats for okay we've covered building the cells, we've Mm -hmm. covered energy. Fats are basically great for our nervous system. And we've been pushed away from eating a large amount of fat. But fats, if you eat the the right sources, they protect your brain from damage, they protect all of your cells, Mm -hmm. they protect your nerve fibres. And uh, eating fat will make you a smarter person because the brain consists of a very large volume of fat. Okay, so what are some examples of healthy fats? Healthy fats, mm-hmm. right. And this has been said by many a people. Uh, olive oil. Olive, olive oil, oil okay. is tremendous. It is just so good for you. And, and a lot of nutritionists say that um, opening your mouth is an excuse to put olive oil in. Okay? So you should take every opportunity to consume it. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not just any olive oil. You can mm-hmm. get different types. So I would go for the extra virgin olive oil. That's the first press mm-hmm. of the olive. Okay. You get all the good nutrients coming out. Right. So it's really good for you. If you can't afford this, mm-hmm. you can step down to just the virgin olive oil or even the basic olive oil. And if you take this in reasonable quantities, now I'm talking about countries where they have people that live to 100 and over, mm-hmm. um, such as Sardinia, these okay. blue zone countries, yep. and uh, also areas in Greece and Okinawa in Japan, but especially in the Mediterranean areas, they consume a tremendous amount. And you see people living a healthy lifespan. So a health span, mm-hmm. not just a good lifespan. Right. So they are fully active, mm-hmm. aged 100 plus, because they consume vast amounts of olive oil. They can drink up to a litre per week. A litre per week. Unbelievably. But then it's their food as well. They always have it on their pastas. They put it on <laughs> everything. everything. So... Really, if I was to say we've got to pick a good diet, it's going to be the Mediterranean diet. Right. So just Mm -hmm. touching on the food that we eat these days. So I'll just run through, if you don't mind, Kirsty. Go go for it. Go for it. I'm learning. A typical example. (laughs) Okay. A typical example of what people would eat uh, in in a normal modern day society. So get up for breakfast. Okay. And it's adults and children included. And there's the cereal boxes, okay? Mm -hmm. We all have some sort of cereal in the house, I'm sure. So the puffs and the hoops and, Mm -hmm. you know, no brand names being mentioned here, of course not. (laughs) And uh, they'll be consuming these, pouring milk on. The milk in itself is great. It's a fantastic source of protein. I recommend high-fat milk. High-fat milk, We need high-fat milk. It's healthier. We need fats, especially when we're growing. Mm -hmm. A little bit of saturated fat is good for everybody. And then you're consuming these little crunches, these cereals. Now, what's in them? Mostly sugar. It's highly processed, really. And there's very few carbohydrates in there. They're all processed. And what processed means is that it's almost pre-digested. So you don't have to do much work. Your body doesn't have to burn calories to consume this food, to break it down. 
It goes straight into your bloodstream virtually as sugar. Wow. So you might feel great after eating it, mm -hmm. but that will only last for like an hour, hour yeah. and a half. And then you'll find your energy levels will just Drop. fall off a yeah. cliff mm -hmm. and you're starving and you can't wait for lunch. Oh. Well, I'm going to be so careful <laughs> next time I go to the supermarket. <laughs> so <laughs> honestly, I would cereal. not recommend these things. Yeah. In fact, and it will take an adjustment for people, but mm -hmm. ideally... Kirsty, I would prescribe an alternative. Do you want to hear my alternative? Yes, yes. Okay. So the alternative would be a typical Mediterranean diet, and it's going to be savoury. So a mm -hmm. savoury breakfast doesn't always appeal to everybody else, you know, appeal to everybody. But if you're really concerned about your health, you want to become the best version of yourself, you want to be fit and strong mm -hmm. and live a healthy life, then please listen to these suggestions. Of course, olive oil is going to pop up here as well. Okay. <laughs> so... What I recommend for protein first thing in the morning is an egg. If you don't eat eggs, then obviously mushroom is another alternative to protein. Fantastic protein in here. You've got the choice of cheese as well. Mm -hmm. Another fantastic protein source. The best ones, I think, being uh, sheep and goat's cheese. They are oh, the most okay. healthiest. Mm -hmm. Now, there's reasons behind this. I'm not going to go into too much detail. I hope you have me back on again. And I can really drill deep on you these. Will. That'd be a whole fantastic. Series. <laughs> <laughs> whole series. So, because it's a very complicated subject, yeah. but just to give you the basics and give you a head start with this. You mm -hmm. know, so, if you want to change your life and your health, you want to think more clearly, you want to be stronger and fitter, then please uh, follow these suggestions and let me know how you go. So, as well as this, you've got your protein sorted out. Then, now you need some carbohydrates. So. What do we go for? We go for bread. We can have a nice slice of bread. Mm -hmm. We want to go for sourdough bread, something like this with a low sugar content. No white bread allowed on the table, just sourdough for us. No Thank white bread. Much. White bread is terrible. It's bleached. Oh, it's, okay. it's been through a chemical process. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, Kirsty, it contains an amazingly high amount of sugar in that bread. <sighs> That's why we like See, it. See, when so I go much. back home tonight, the things I have to like be chucking. <laughs> you throw it out. Throw it out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we've got sourdough. our carbohydrate. Mm -hmm. So if you have a nice thick chunk of sourdough bread, I'm not going to go into portion sizes or anything like that to make mm -hmm. it too complicated. Just change the type of food you're eating to begin with. That's just small little baby steps to start mm -hmm. with. So then we want to have some vitamins and minerals in there. So let's bring out the veg. So let's have something like. Some peppers, so we can have some sliced up peppers in there. We can have some lovely juicy tomatoes. Mm -hmm. We'll want to cook these in olive oil slightly to tenderize them. Mm. Because if we eat them raw, people always say that's healthy if we eat raw vegetables, but it's not. Later studies and data tell us that there are plant poisons, okay? Mm -hmm. And if we eat too many plant poisons, it's not good for us. That's another program that's coming up. That's number three. <laughs> okay, after this one. Yeah. And uh, so we need to cook them. We need to slightly soften mm -hmm. the peppers. And also, if we can take the skin, that seems annoying, off the tomato. This is where most of the plant poisons are. Mm -hmm. The rest of it is great, great nutrition. Right. So you've got your vitamins, your minerals, you've got your energy, you've got your building blocks for your body and mm -hmm. brain and the protein. You're set for a fantastic morning. Wow. So is it true that breakfast is the most important meal of the day? Because knowing for me, like I'm always in a rush to work, so I never have the time to actually make breakfast. So that's an yeah. excellent question, Kirsty, mm -hmm. because that saying, most important meal of the day, was invented by Kellogg's. Kellogg's? Well, I've oh. said a trade name, sorry. <laughs> but there we go. It slipped yeah. out. Oh. It was invented to promote the consumption of cereals. Right. Okay. So it's a very, very good point. Mm -hmm. And I want to stress that if you're a young growing person, you will need your breakfast. Mm -hmm. But there are advantages to skipping breakfast indeed. And maybe you can have me on for a longevity chat mm -hmm. because this then goes into the realms of living a longer life. As we become oh. adults, we can actually have fasting periods in between our eating. Yeah. And this is going to allow us to live longer and healthier as well. Right. Interesting. But I'll not do tell you too much on this. <laughs> I'm just titillating you with a yes. little, few morsels, yes. if you like. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> That's great. So we're going to have a break. We're going to hear Joyful, Joyful by Tori Kelly. And after the break, we'll continue our conversation 
um, about nutrition and fitness with Jules England.
is Hartsum Live Radio, Edinburgh Scotland's number one inspirational station. Hello and welcome back to Uncut with Kirsty. We have Jules England in the studio as we continue our conversation on fitness and nutrition. So before the break, we were learning a lot about nutrition and, you know, our breakfast and what to have for breakfast, the different oils. Well, you should be eating or having extra virgin oil. Um, but now we're going to go on to more about lunch and how, what we should be eating for lunch and for dinner. So Jules... What is your advice for healthy nutrition? What type of meal should we be eating? Well, I want mm. to, just going back a little bit, I forgot to say that um, as soon as you wake up in the morning, the best thing to have, and it's often neglected, is a big glass of water. A okay? big glass of water. So we want <laughs> to be drinking at least half a litre of water first thing in the morning. Because remember, we've been sleeping through the night. We've not been consuming any liquids. Um, some people might have been sleeping with their mouths open, snoring quite possibly as well. And you're losing a lot of water vapor from the mouth whilst you're doing this. So you will wake up parched. You may mm-hmm. not feel it. And let's just consider the fact that if you are dehydrated, it's going to have quite an impact on your cognition and how you think, how you focus throughout the day. So it's, it's vitally important that you drink plenty of water oh, when you yeah. first get up. Yeah. As you say, we've talked about the breakfast. Mm-hmm. We've gone through that. Um, put olive oil on the breakfast as well if you can. If you have avocado available, just as a little extra, you can incorporate it because avocado basically contains fats which are going to help rebuild and replenish brain cells and nervous oh, wow. tissue. So clever people mm-hmm. will eat avocados to become even smarter. Wow. That's the thing. Very interesting. So it's a great mm-hmm. food source. Um Moving on then from, we have energy then sustained all the way through. Just imagine we've had that great Mm -hmm. breakfast. So that's allowing us to focus on our work, whether we're students, whether we're working professionals or whatever. And we've got stamina all the way up to lunchtime. Come Mm -hmm. lunchtime, we've got a choice to make then. We're still going to stick with a Mediterranean theme, but I've tweaked it just a little bit, okay? And the reason I've tweaked it is because I like to introduce a little bit more protein into the diets. And the reason for this is we, a lot of us suffer from too lower protein levels. Mm-hmm. We need protein, obviously, to repair our bodies. And we need a good protein source to do that. So we're looking, if you're a meat eater, at having any sort of meat that you would want, like chicken, pork, um, we can have lamb. But I stick to chicken myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't recommend having red meats more than once a week as well. Okay. So if you do have any sort of red meat, stick to just once a week. Why Why once a week with red meat? Well, red meat, mm-hmm. and I don't want to damage the market and you know um, have butchers attacking me because of this, but red meat, they've discovered, has a molecule in it. Mm-hmm. This molecule is not produced in the human body. Mm-hmm. It only exists in the human body if we consume red meat. And this molecule is particularly nasty because... All the time, our immune system is fighting to keep our bodies healthy. Okay? Mm-hmm. And we might have slight changes in our cells, you know, and this could lead to cancer, quite possibly. But with a good immune system, we're fighting off and we're killing these cells. Mm-hmm. This is an ongoing process. I don't want to frighten everybody out there, but it's a particularly natural process and our bodies cope with it. But should we eat red meat and we introduce this molecule into our bodies? then the actual tumour or cancer cell Mm -hmm. or the unusual cell, precancerous cell even, will use this molecule as camouflage. Okay. It covers itself using this molecule. This is the latest groundbreaking evidence. Mm -hmm. So um, take note of this. And what it's going to do is it's going to disguise itself from our immune system. Our red blood cell, or sorry, our white blood cells Mm -hmm. are going to swim on by like that and not notice it. Right. If we eat red meat every day, it's got camouflage every day. What mm-hmm. happens? It grows. This is the last thing we want. So limit your red meat red intake, meat, guys. Once meat. a week, max. Yeah. Okay. And before you carry on, I just want to go back sure. to when you were talking about drinking water. I'm just thinking for those who might not like the taste of water, is it okay for them to have flavoured water? Is that healthy for you or is that... I would mm-hmm. say... 
learn to love water. Now, yeah. you can, of course, have it with some squash, but it's mm-hmm. going to have artificial sweeteners in it or possibly sugar in there. Right, okay. Now, artificial sweeteners, they say they're fantastic for you. Mm-hmm. But if you look at, and I'm not going to mention any trade names now because it would be unfair, but um, for the actual processing of these artificial sweeteners, they use up to 70 chemicals sometimes. Even though it seems like it's a pure ingredient, it's not going to be harmful. I would, in my opinion, steer away from any of these unnatural flavours. If you wanted flavour, get an orange, squeeze some juice in there, okay? (laughs) Yeah. But not too much, Mm -hmm. because that's going to be a bit of natural sugar in there as well. But that's the best alternative, Mm -hmm. really. So even when it says no added sugar, we still have to be careful. because It's got its own natural sugar, yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. even if we eat fruit, like fruit juices, oh... No, Mm. it's a big no-no. Eat the whole fruit. The fruit is designed to be eaten whole. There it is, nicely packaged in its skin. Be it an orange, be it a grapefruit, whatever you want. Be it a banana, (laughs) okay? Yeah. Um, But consume the whole thing because then our body takes time to digest it Mm -hmm. and it takes time to release the sugars. If we just have the juice, the, the... Sugars, mm-hmm. the fructose, sugar, goes straight into our bloodstream. It'll give us right. a magnificent high and then a plummet afterwards. Mm-hmm. And if we continue doing this, it can possibly lead to type 2 diabetes, wow. which is a huge problem these yeah. days. We don't want to boost our sugar levels. We want to keep them nice, slow release, mm-hmm. plenty of fiber with any sugars that we conser- mm-hmm. um, consume in the form of fruit. Yeah, I think there's quite actually a few Netflix documentaries about like what food you should eat and what food can cause different diseases and stuff. So we just have to definitely be, be very, very, very wary of this because yeah. remember that sugar is the enemy mm-hmm. and it's going to be in all the processed meals. So if we now look at a comparative, as I said, the processed meals are terrible, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, they've got uh, so much added sugar in there. And I understand that this day and age, people are very busy got jobs they've got children families to look after and of course it's very easy to go into the supermarket grab something quick off the shelf mm-hmm. we're done for tonight no stresses no worries so this is understandable but the thing is you've got to understand what you're doing feeding your family this basically if it's in a plastic package it's got all sorts of chemicals in the plastics Kirsty. Mm-hmm. And it's got things... Oh, even in the plastics. In the plastics, okay. it will leach into the food. Right. Okay, especially mm-hmm. if you cook it in the tub as well, the plastic mm-hmm. tub. And this is going to upset your hormones. It's, gonna, mm. it's a hormone disruptor. Mm-hmm. They, are, they're called the, they call them phthalates. And it's the reason that fertility has been dropping so dramatically oh, really? in the human race. Wow. It's because mm-hmm. of contamination of the food and mm-hmm. we're ingesting this. Mm-hmm. Happens with water bottles as well. So you've got plastic bottles with water. Mm-hmm. You're drinking some of the, the poisons and the hormone disruptors from the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a minefield out there, wow. really. It's, wow. um, so I'm going to try and give you the compass, which is necessary, so you can navigate in the right direction with the consumption of food. So, okay, let's have some convenience meals occasionally during the week. Let's try and cook from basics and cook from scratch if we can. Make our own sauces. I know it sounds like it's going to be a hard work. But remember, this change in diet is going to give you more in return. Mm-hmm. Okay, for that expenditure of time, it's going to give you health for your family. It's going to give you more energy yourself to accomplish more tasks beyond that cooking. Wow. So it's a win-win, yeah. I, I think, really. But how, for, like, for those who might not be able to afford healthy food because it's really expensive like vegetables and everything is all gone up now and you see a cheaper option the pizza and stuff you know so yeah what's your advice for those and i think it's very bad that Mm -hmm. uh we have very inexpensive junk food so obviously this is a massive encouragement to eat unhealthily Mm -hmm. Um, but what i'm saying is if you can't totally change your diet incorporate as much as you can Of course, we'd all like to eat organically. There's huge Mm -hmm. advantages with this. We're not consuming pesticides from the crops and herbicides. It's a natural product. But everybody can't afford organic. I certainly can't. Mm -hmm. Uh, But let's just look at buying the maximum amount we can within our budget, okay? Even if we do have to spend a little bit more, it's going to be worth that sacrifice. Cut down on other things. We can cut down on maybe how much coffee we drink. 
It might be a habit that you go to work and you buy your morning coffee. Make coffee in a flask before you mm-hmm. go. Don't spend your £3.50 or whatever on a takeaway coffee. Put that money towards the vegetables and towards mm. a good diet. We can make these little adjustments, adjustments. along the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it's, it's really going to make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So we know the baddies. We know the goodies at the moment. So... For lunchtime, remember I said you have a good source of protein, so you can have meats if that suits you. Remember, if you're vegan, you can eat mushrooms, great mm-hmm. source of protein, or flaxseed in there as well, which will give you a good protein source. If you're into your cheeses, once again, you can eat that. Fish, that's on the menu as well. But, this is another but as well, try and avoid large fish. Only eat small fish like pilchard, sardines, mackerel, etc. The big fish Mm -hmm. are the ones that accumulate all the toxins in the sea or in the river. How about salmon? Is that okay? Salmon. Salmon. Now, everybody seems to think salmon is a great healthy food. Mm -hmm. But just sort of advice to restrict your amount of consumption. I don't eat salmon myself. It is a large fish. It is prone to having some toxic chemicals inside it. So especially for young children, I would say no. Mm-hmm. Pregnant ladies, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. And even as adults, make an informed decision. You know, I can't really say don't eat it at all, but myself, I won't touch it. Yeah, I will not touch oh, it. Honestly, wow. I find and it hard to get rid of that. I'm going diet because <laughs> I love that with eggs and avocado. It goes so well. Oh. Yeah, it does. I know it does, and uh, it, it does seem a bit a bit of a sacrifice. Yeah. But you know, what about a nice piece of? Um, peppered mackerel or something like that would mm-hmm. that not stand in its place well, i mean it's all right but it's not as good as like salmon no, with okay. eggs and avocado <laughs> i think yeah so, my so, taste buds are used to that <laughs> definitely definitely so we've got our choice of proteins haven't we for lunch so we're extending it a little bit more and we're going to go along the same basis we want a really good source of carbs again so a wonderful source and i don't know if you like it you either love it or hate it it's a bit like marmite you know i can say that because mm-hmm. they said it and you're looking at sweet potatoes. Now, some people think they taste like soap, you know. Um, I quite, really? I think they're quite delicious myself. I love sweet potatoes. Yeah, they're great. They mm. are full of great carbohydrates, slow release. Mm. You can eat normal potatoes, but normal potatoes, are not going down a, a rabbit hole too much here, normal potatoes are associated closely with the deadly nightshade family. Okay. okay? So... They do contain some plant poisons. So if you are sensitive, you have a sensitive stomach, Mm -hmm. then I would suggest that we go for sweet potatoes instead. Of course, we can have rice as well. Mm -hmm. What sort of rice? Well, I say white rice. It might seem strange. You might think white rice is okay. White rice is well. The thing is, they've Mm -hmm. done studies, and and the great thing about it is, if you go round to different cultures and different Mm -hmm. countries and look what they're eating, there's always a good reason behind them taking the husk off rice and in china that's what they do Mm -hmm. they've done it for generations and then we come along and we go oh we'll keep the husk on there because we think that's healthy oh no 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 Mm. it is not plant poisons once again in the husk chinese knew about this that's why they process it in such a way that's Mm. why italians when they're making their sauces and they've got the tomatoes they will take the skin off the tomatoes each time they will just use the pulp inside you see and this is a generational thing, and they had a lot of wisdom in their time. So we should follow that wisdom and continue that trend because it does prove correct and, yeah. and a sensible way of doing things. Mm-hmm. So awesome. we've got our meats, mm-hmm. we've got our potato, or we've got our rice or pasta. Pasta's fine as well. We all like a bit of pasta, don't we? Mm-hmm. And we can have our veggies as well. So maybe broccoli, a bit of broccoli, maybe some spinach or something, whatever you like. I always go for rainbow colours. I don't know if you've heard that, Kirsty, before. Rainbow like, colours. Rainbow, rainbow veg. No, no, not at all. Well, Explain. <laughs> what I'm talking about is you have a big selection of vegetables all mm-hmm. in different colours because the different colours means that they contain different types of antioxidant. Now, right. an antioxidant is what's going to remove all the toxins and pollution inside your cells. Oh, okay. So if you get a wide variety of it, it's mm-hmm. going to cater for all of your needs. So, you know, peppers come in lots of different colours, don't Mm -hmm. they? We've got carrots, we've got green veg as well. Mm -hmm. So try and put as many colours on your plate as possible. And what I'm sort of looking at really with ratios wise, I'm sort of looking at about a third of each. 
you know, mm. third vegetables, third carbs, and a third for the protein, protein. source as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we move on to the evening meal. We'll be more conventional for the evening meal. You have a casserole or something with some veg in it. You can have, um, you can even have a spoiler day, of course. Mm-hmm. You can have your fish and chips, deep fried, one day a week. We can have more conventional things. We can go for a complete pasta dish. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not being too restrictive here. And one thing I wanted to point out, obviously, and please take note of this, that vegetable oils are the worst things you can possibly eat. Now, I'm talking about the likes of corn oil. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about rapeseed oil. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about all these vegetable oils. Do not use any of them. It has been proven because, Mm -hmm. remember, when we eat these fats, we're we're using them as building blocks for our body, okay? So we're going to try and form a membrane around our cells to protect it from Mm -hmm. any toxins. We're going to try and form like a sheath around our nerve fibers to protect it from damage. If you're eating vegetable oils, these oils are so poor that they leave gaps in the membrane when they form around our cells and they allow toxins to infiltrate and to come into the cell. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So sticking with olive oil... Okay, that's going to form a beautiful protective cover Mm -hmm. for our nerves and for our body cells. Mm -hmm. So anything like this, any vegetable oils in your house, go outside now. Well, pour them away, get rid of them, recycle the plastics. Do not buy vegetable oils again. Stick with good old olive oil. Mm -hmm. But is it okay like once in a while? For example, if you go out with your friends, you know, you don't know what they're cooking with, what type of oil. So is it okay like once in a while? Yes. Because a lot of young people, they like to go out, takeaways and stuff like that. But, you know. Well, Kirsty, you could always take your bottle of olive oil with you. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's it. And say, do you mind? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) You might get some funny looks. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, of course you can. And if you go for fish and chips, you'll Mm -hmm. find that... They've got like trans fatty oils that they cook in. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dreadful for you. But if it's a moderation, maybe once a week, then that's fine. Yeah. We cannot stick to it. What I advise here, instead of just using pure willpower to keep you going mm-hmm. to eat a different type of food, we want to make it your lifestyle. We want to make it easy. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to change too many things here. It might be a radical change for some people, but even if you can start doing what I've suggested just once a week, and sort of expand that so bit a by gradual bit. process, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Just mm-hmm. just grow into it. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see the benefits. That's the thing, guaranteed. Yeah, for sure. So, is that everything with dinner, or well, we've yeah, yeah we've gone on to dinner there. Mm-hmm. So you, you've got a free reign virtually here, mm-hmm. as long as you're having a good amount of veg. Which remember, it has to be cooked till soft. Mm-hmm. Um, you're having some good carb intakes there. You're not having any brown rice. You're not having any white bread. You're getting your food preferably organically, although that's not achievable for a majority mm-hmm. of people. I do understand, me included. Mm-hmm. So we've covered all the bases with regards to our nutrition. So once we've got that good foundation, that's a great place to start exercising. Exercising. Yes. People, okay, for the New Year's resolution, there's going to be millions upon millions of people who are going to say, I'm going to join the gym. But... You don't have to join the gym unless you really want to, unless you're a real diehard. Now, I just say walking is probably a good thing to do for anybody. Mm. It's what our ancestors did. It's what the people do in these blue zone countries. They are walking in the mountains. They are carrying heavy things backwards and forwards, you know, working on farms and things. So walking, we are designed for it. We have a perfect instrument to walk here. So by walking at least half an hour a day to work and back mm-hmm. from work, or if you have your work's too far away, park midway mm-hmm. and walk the rest of the way. Walk to school, walk to uni, okay? Get those legs moving, get that circulation going. Mm-hmm. And if we can walk at a fairly fast pace as well, this is a good indicator that we'll have a long and healthy life. Yeah. So that's a good, that's a good amen to that. <laughs> and how about those who like are working from home might not have the time to go out for a walk is there any exercise that they can do in the comfort of their living room well Mm -hmm. do you know the amazing thing is and and i did it when i was learning to instruct i had to do tremendous amount of revision Mm because i had to learn all the parts of an aircraft you know in detail so it's a lot to retain but what i did is 
when I was actually reading, I'd have my iPad with me. Mm-hmm. I'd be walking around the house. Oh, really? You know, if I if I could get connection, I'd walk yeah. out into the back garden mm-hmm. if you have a back garden. But even having mobility around the house, yeah. not sitting down, you know, sitting down and watching TV is a, I can't remember the exact figure, but it's a, I think it's equivalent to smoking two cigarettes or something every really? hour. Just sitting down so, at some, your desk. Something crazy, that. yeah. Wow. We're not designed to sit down. It's great if mm-hmm. we've been active and then we sit down and we can appreciate it. So if you're at a desk, if you can afford it, get a stand-up desk. Mm-hmm. Okay? So this keeps you moving about and keeps you alert as well. If you can't afford a stand-up desk, then prop your computer screen up, your mm-hmm. monitor up in front of you so you stand up. Get those books out. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Anything you can find. <laughs> Just to get you standing up. Just to get you standing. Yeah. You know, that's that's the, uh, the, the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. And when's the best time to exercise? Is it like first thing in the morning or late at night or... In you know, in the afternoon, what, yeah. Good question. Mm -hmm. So if you had availability to train in the morning, I would do it then. Get it Mm. done. Because remember, when we wake up first thing in the morning, we have a tremendous amount of um, hormones, such such as cortisol being released, which is a bit of a stress hormone, but also animates us. We can have uh, raising, rising levels of this as we come out of our slumber. And they're going to reach a peak in the morning. Mm -hmm. So we will want to be at our most active in the morning, you know. So if time doesn't allow for that, then we say any time of the day to exercise is good no matter what. But you'll find that your performance is always better first thing in the morning. And and also psychologically, once you've come back from work, you sit down. Mm-hmm. That's fatal, isn't it? And you think, <laughs> I've got to go to the gym mm-hmm. or, or I've got to stay in the house and use my exercise bands. Then um, people don't usually follow through with it i'll have a night off tonight yeah so if you can in the morning now additional exercises kirsty and Mm -hmm. it's very much misunderstood but resistance training is so beneficial for you if i was to say to do any training at all on top of your walking of course Mm -hmm. i would say get out the resistance bands or buy some Mm -hmm. because every time you put a load on your body you're going to increase bone density which is fabulous for everybody. Mm-hmm. You're also going to enlarge the muscles and strengthen them. And the reason this is so good, you're, we're not going to end up like bodybuilders because they're the top 2%. They are, in fact, genetic freaks. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're drug enhanced, a lot of these, unless you're a natural bodybuilder. Plus, women don't want to get really bulky as no, well. So. <laughs> no, and that's what yeah. a lot of women say. I mm-hmm. don't want to put on too much muscle, mm-hmm. but you won't. It's so hard to put on muscle. What you're going to do is you're going to harden the muscle up. You're going right. to be toned. Mm-hmm. You're going to be sculpted. That's mm-hmm. a good word, isn't it? That yeah. sounds more Torn appealing. sculpted, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than a mass muscle sort yes. of freak, you know, mm-hmm. like some people. But... So let's build up those muscles. Let's also, the muscles are so good because Mm. as we get into older age, the main reason for mortality in old age is accidents. Mm -hmm. You know, it accounts for a lot of things. And once somebody falls and breaks a hip, there's a good chance they will not survive that in older Mm -hmm. age. Remember, your muscles are there to stabilize your joints, Mm -hmm. to keep you safe from falling. So if we can maintain these all the way through and then take that through into older age, we are going to be in a fantastic position to yeah. live a, a real long and healthy life. So good. So so, good. so strength training. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying lift really heavy weights. If you do go to the gym, okay, do some resistance training. The most important exercise I can think of, if you're mm-hmm. going to isolate it down to one, you've got no time for anything yeah. else, is squats. Squats. Okay? So you're bringing your backside down, Mm -hmm. okay? And you're bringing your legs horizontal with the ground. Mm -hmm. A nice, good, wide foot position, as wide as your shoulders. Feet facing forward, keeping your head up at all times. Mm -hmm. Teaching a good technique here so you you guys can try it. Mm -hmm. And then going down slowly and then exploding up. So you're almost going to lift off the floor. Right. This will stimulate muscle growth in the thighs. Right. And and I don't know if you agree with me, Kirsty. What is the distinctive feature when it comes to older people with regards to like their legs? Skinny Ooh. legs? Yeah. Have you seen skinny legs yeah, on older most people? people. Yeah, most skinny older people. legs. <laughs> and um, not to be too expressive mm-hmm. here, but small bums. 
the bum will disappear as you get mm. older. Okay, there's a lot of people out there with just flat bottoms. Older people, yeah, and this means that they've wasted away the biggest, strongest muscle in the body. The gluteus maximus, as it's called, mm -hmm. becomes the gluteus minimus. Right? Okay. It just shrinks, and to get that muscle back is very difficult. And that means you've lost a majority of your strength. You're prone to falls. Mm -hmm. And uh, another thing with muscle as well is that if you do eat a sugary meal, or you you know you indulge on maybe ice cream, mm -hmm. those muscles will soak up all that sugar from your blood system. Right. Okay. That's so good because. If we have sugar in our blood system, mm -hmm. it basically damages our blood vessels. Right. And what happens then? They get inflamed. Mm -hmm. And then our body, as a natural reaction, puts little sticking plasters on it of cholesterol. Have oh. you heard the fat cholesterol? Yes. And mm -hmm. they always say they've got a cholesterol problem, mm -hmm. which causes heart disease. Cholesterol isn't the start of it. Mm -hmm. It's inflammation. Oh, that must be so because there's sugar in literally everything there is. does that mean you always have to check the calories and how much sugar is in this bar or what you eat i would yeah. say yes um well i would say steer away from most processed foods have mm -hmm. natural food you know if you're going to get a stir fry sauce you'll be shocked at how much sugar is in this if you mm -hmm. buy it if you make your own you can reduce the quantities right so yeah maybe not too much label looking just know that there will be excess sugar inside mm -hmm. processed foods Mm -hmm. So steer away from that. And remember, that's the cause of most diseases these days. Mm. Okay, if we have sugar in our blood because we can't remove it, that's called insulin resistance. I'm getting a bit technical now. But if you eat too much sugar, you can get to a stage where you have blood almost like jam in a sense. Oh, so imagine okay. that. And imagine then that that sugar attacks all your cells and damages them, yeah. causing inflammation and swelling. We then put cholesterol patches down. Our body will do this naturally to try mm -hmm. and repair itself. This causes a blockage to the heart. Mm. This causes heart disease. This also causes blockage to the brain, which can actually uh, promote Alzheimer's yeah. and degenerative conditions, vascular dementia of the brain. Wow. You know what? <laughs> it's so, so scary, right, but it's so a, good to know at such a, a young age, you know, so you can prepare yourself. You know, it's a horror yeah. story when it comes to sugar. Yeah, and a lot of, lot of people, there's not a lot of people who realise this. So mm -hmm. even if you can cut your sugar in half, cut out all those sugary fizzy drinks, mm -hmm. reduce your sweet intake, exercise and build muscles because they will soak the sugar out of your system. Yeah, they are so good. And remember that if you have strong muscles, you're burning more calories at rest. Mm -hmm. Even when you're sat down, those muscles Burning need calories. food. Yeah. So they are drawing calories from your bodies. Yeah. So guys, if it's one exercise, the squats. And if you can add a bit of weight to it as well, by holding packs of sugar or mm -hmm. something at home, or using resistance bands, mm -hmm. then use those. And there's plenty of videos which show you how to squat properly on YouTube. Awesome, so awesome. Take a good look at that. So good. So what's like your best or one piece of advice you would give to a young person in terms of nutrition and fitness what i would say is <clears throat> first of all before any of this exercise or nutrition comes into it i would say a huge mindset adjustment mm -hmm. okay don't follow the crowds do your own research if you possibly mm -hmm. can <clears throat> listen to podcasts because I always think that um, we always get instruction manuals for everything. Mm -hmm. We don't have a instruction manual on how to live a long and healthy Very life. True. Very true. We have maybe little trends that come through, mm -hmm. but it is your responsibility to look after your own body. Nobody mm -hmm. else will. So get your mindset correct, okay? Do not listen to anecdotal information. Okay, I'm mm -hmm. imparting some information now, but please go and check it. Anything I've said. Do your research <laughs> as well, um, just to prove me right or wrong. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's the first thing to start with. Now, next of all, reduced processed food. If you can do one thing, reduce processed food intake. Okay. Mm -hmm. I still want to add that olive oil in, though. So Go maybe <laughs> do that second thing because that's easier. Get rid of all your oils and just use extra virgin olive oil. Mm -hmm. For exercise, okay, start walking, guys. Half an hour minimum, okay, per day. If you can boost this up to an hour, then you are doing your body a huge favor. Mm -hmm. All-cause mortality, and that's the risk of dying of anything, is removed 
reduced dramatically once you start mobilizing yourself. Mm-hmm. So do these things. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jules. England, it's been so great to have you on the show on Uncut with Kirsty. And if you guys have any questions about nutrition or fitness, please DM us and I'm sure I can get in contact with Jules, who I'm sure will be happy to answer all your questions about that. So again, thank you so much for coming on Uncut with Kirsty. I'm sure you'll be back again. (laughs) Pick up so much information to share, which has been great. Um, So now we're going to end the show, but we'll see you next Monday night again at 8 p.m another guest so please stay tuned for that keep on following us on instagram and on facebook to see who our next guest is going to be so have a great night have a great christmas as well and take care